Okay, kids. Good morning. As usual, and by habit, and by decree, or keeping my word in honor, or whatever, uh, Podbean is always first uh, before I go live, so it's the show before the show. I don't want to get too much into this, and I'll share it uh, when I go online or live on all the other platforms, but I've been approached to do a TED Talk, which is kind of weird. And I don't want to elaborate because I'm stealing show content, so I'm just going to save it. But it did um, make me think. It's like, okay, I think everybody needs a little dose of motivation right now, don't you? I do. So let's get at it. Let's go. Let's do the show. So let's get Facebook going. Damn it, that's not what I wanted to click. Good. Uh, this is what I want, I think. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Good morning, by the way. Hmm. Let me know if you can hear me. I'm tired of audio problems. Okay, there's that. It says it, though. It says that the flux capacitor is fluxing. I don't even know where my sound settings are. Do, 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 do. Oh, hello. Ooh, that really jacks. That jacks up the mic. Probably too much. And I don't want to sound like shit because I'm not going to do this for no reason whatsoever. Let's put it back to 10. But this one goes to 11, okay? Boom, 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 boom. I guess I have to grab my phone too. Let's see if I'm putting out. Okay, there's that. There's that. Who is notifying me on Facebook? Okay, whatever. Hmm. Uh, is that this side? Yeah, that's this side. So I got some really serious sun coming in. Hang on.
Okay. This will go live. So I had to get away. I was angry at myself, put my own life on the shelf, making pennies every day. Yeah, but I'm through doing time, pushing rocks off through life. And if the bad times ain't over for me, I might as well be. We could. I was sent from other times. Now my face between the lines. Would it ever did any good? Yeah! But I'm through doing time. And I've committed no crime. If the bad times ain't over for me, I'm not as well be.
Good morning, kids. Welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today is a Sunday, yeah, uh, November 20th, 2022. The show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please use it at your own risk, the show. Copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network. No parts of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form. The written consent, or you can just ask as far as I'm concerned. Finally, show is opinionated. The host, which is me, callers, guests, co-hosts, people who are not in the chat room, interviews, whomever joins this show are and always will be opinionated. That's why we do it. Under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as advice. If you're seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a licensed, if required, person in his or her field. Their little Tommy, hey man, now it adds his name, broadcasting live from uh, cold as fuck, excuse me, explosive program, cold as whatever. Which is titties? I don't know. It's cold. Cold here in Loveland, Colorado. And uh, I guess it is winter, but it's not winter because it's not December. When the hell's the first day of winter? December 20? Is it the winter solstice? I don't know. Whatever. But it's cold. But I think it's going to be 50 later in the week. Doesn't matter. So anyway, how you doing today? Hopefully, I'm just going to get all the... I don't know, annoying things out of the way. Hopefully the sound is good. I don't know. Let me pull it up on Spreaker. I guess I can check that for myself because I'm not going to do a show. And it ends up sounding like shit because that'll be really piss me off. Hopefully the sound is good. I don't know. Okay, it does, and I got to stop that because it'll put me in a it'll put me in a feedback loop, which is kind of like Ant Man stuck in the. Uh, I can't get over Marvel stuff, man. I mean that the more I watch those Marvel movies, I'm like these things are just, and you have to watch the credits to the end because there's always a little like I don't know one minute scene that connects um that connects whatever the next movie sequel is kind of like a bridge type of thing just a little teaser as to what the hell's going on in the next one they did that with ant-man and i'm not a huge ant-man fan but i I did watch it again and uh, i like it i mean you got Michael Douglas in there, who's just phenomenal. Michelle Pfeiffer, take her or leave her. But the guy that plays Ant-Man, I like him. He's funny. Um, and there's a scene at the end of Ant-Man that is imperative that you see that connects to um, Endgame, which I, I didn't. I'm like, where the fuck did this guy come from? Uh, and he just pops in. Oh, you know, I was stuck in uh, whatever uni- multi-universe, whatever the hell it is. I don't. Know. But anyway, so I don't know if you know this because I didn't. 
And of course, it's all on the internet, so it has to be true. You're going to have to, if you want fact checks or me providing where I got information, you're going to wait a long time. I just share. It's like a parakeet or a bird in a cage repeats people. You can't, you can try. I'd probably suggest smoking a lot of pot or doing mushrooms because the bird might talk to you more than you think. But you can't ask the bird, well, where did you get that from? It's a bird just repeating what it hears. So that's me. My job, as far as I'm concerned, is to get you to think and make you do your homework. But what I'm going to share now doesn't really matter to anybody. And I usually got to waste about half an hour of time. Good morning, by the way. I'm having my coffee. I usually have to waste about a half hour of time to get into the mode to do this, whatever this is, show, whatever. So Tom Cruise has been, and I'm not saying nothing bad about him. Take him or leave him, love him, hate him, I don't care. I mean, Maverick, I mean, I have an outside perspective and objective, which I guess is or not a talent. I don't know. I'm not fond of the guy, but I don't hate the guy. Um, but you gotta you gotta give him credit for Maverick, the sequel to Top Gun. I mean, wow. I mean, that's probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's definitely if somebody asked me, what's the best movie you ever saw? Well, of course, I'm gonna have to throw the whole Star Wars thing in there and Marvel. Okay. Uh so I guess Top Gun Maverick would be third. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Which, you know, third place. This is pretty good. All right. I'm fucking phone. Phone's blowing up. Of course it does. Because it's like Tim's doing a show. So we have to bother him. Okay. I read this on the internet on my Google phone. And I don't search for this stuff. It just pops up in the news thing. So I don't, I don't know. And depending on what you heard and what you believe, it's all algorithm crap. So, or you can just talk about something and then you're on Facebook and it's like, oh, you, know, you want to buy a motorcycle? And it's like, how the fuck do you know that? Is it because it's listening to you? And I'm not going to get into that. But what I'm trying to say is that your phone pops up some really weird things that are sp uh, suspicious timing. So whatever, or whatever you search in the Google box, you know, then it pops up wherever Instagram, Facebook, there's ads for um, whatever you're, we're intrigued by guitar, uh, you know, motorcycles, all my favorite things, whatever. So up pops this thing about Tom Cruise and there's a scene. I don't know where I found it. You can, you can look for it yourself. There's a scene where he's Tony Stark so I don't know if this was pre-Marvel Universe release of movies or this is current. I, I don't know any of it. But all I know, there's a scene that Tom Cruise is Tony Stark. And he's talking to some dude. And it was presented as it's going to be what's coming i guess tom cruise was asked to do iron man and he said no <laughs> big mistake but 
I I'm watching the Marvel movies and I'm like, so I'm kind of flipping it. I'm like, okay, so Tom Cruise is Tony Stark and Tony Stark is Maverick. I, I, I can't no. <laughs> no. It's it's not working for me. Um, but if either of those two actors could reverse roles, it's them. I'm not trying to take anything away from them. They're they're just I mean, Robert John Downey Jr. I think is just uh, what a story. Uh, what a what a great actor. Um he won't get any awards cuz he does sci-fi, which I think's a bunch of horseshit, but you know, I'm not in the movie industry, which is kind of a little bit of nice of a segue to what I want to talk about here. Um and then of course Tom Cruise is just, you know, off the charts for a lot of reasons, but um I think, you know, who's the better actor? Uh, I I don't want, I don't know, man. I mean, I, that would be a flip of a coin, but for Tom Cruise to play, um, this is just my opinion. Not that he can't do it, not that it wouldn't be great, but it, I just don't think it would work for me. Um, some people are, dare I say, born, or when they get a role of a lifetime, then that's who that is. I mean, you wouldn't replace Yoda with the Geico fucking lizard, would you? Or Gecko, whatever that thing is? No. I mean, you just can't replace some characters, and that's where I'm coming from. But it keeps popping up that, Tom Cruise may play Iron Man. And uh, I heard Robert Downey Jr. pretty much very clearly say he was not on the Howard Stern show, I don't know, a couple years ago maybe, that he's not he's not coming back. I don't believe that, but I don't know anything. I just, I don't think, I, I think if they threw him enough money, <laughs> uh you know, which is a good motivational topic. Again, that's the number one motivator, undebatably. And let's see if it's true with him. But uh, I think he'll be back. I, I I don't know if though if he'll be in a full movie, but uh, I think he'll be back. I mean. I don't know how the comic books go in the Marvel universe, but they're following them. I don't know if Iron Man really dies by Thanos in the, in the end game and how all that shit plays out. Hopefully Captain Marvel doesn't pop up. Although she looks really good. I don't really want to get into that. Um, I wouldn't mind that too much. Um, but I, I don't know how the script goes with the comic books. I don't know if Iron Man dies, and then if he does die, does he come back, or is he done, uh, or is he replaced uh, by whomever? I don't know. It seems like he's going to be replaced by that chick. And uh, also, I saw the Black Panther uh, Wakanda forever. Is that what it is? Wakanda? No, because there's a town in Illinois called Wakanda. Whatever. The Black Panther sequel. Isn't it Wakanda? Is it? I don't know. I never even really paid attention to now I'm thinking about it. Whatever the name of the movie is, Black Panther movie is sequel is really good. 
and there's some chick in there that um, I didn't put two and two together, but after I saw the movie and I read some reviews that this um, chick from Wakanda is going to be the next iron. Well, can we say woman now, or am I going to hear shit about that? Um, iron person, iron non-specific gender person, iron. Let's just call her iron. I guess. I don't know, because you don't want to upset anybody, right? Iron question mark. Is that fair? I don't know. But she's going to be the next Iron Man character replacement. I'm safe in saying that. I guess. I don't, like I said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I think they're trying to confuse the shit out of us for some reason. But, and then you got critics coming up with their own. Um, narrative or what they think is going to happen or what, which I don't know what's motive. There's that word again, motivated by, but it is what it is. Right. So that's that, but uh, well, we'll find out with that. And um, what's going on guys? I'm going to uh, Scarlett. She's in, she's going to join us. I think. All right. I'll say hi. Good. Good morning to everybody. I, um, this does it sound good because I'm getting sick and tired of this sound shit, man. I got a new mixer and it's a pain in the ass and I keep fucking things up and, um, got it. Technical stuff that you don't really need to hear, but I just need to know. Wakanda. It is Wakanda. Yeah. Wakanda is an awesome fucking movie. Look at that. I forgot to click send in the chat room. I'll say good morning to Marina Scarlet. Delia. Is it Delia? Den Lie? I'm sorry. D-E-N-L-A-H. And then Raccoon. So y'all, what are y'all doing? You should be in church. The hell's wrong with you people? Fucking listen to this shit. So should I, actually. So we're live on Podbean, uh, whatever platform, Spreaker. And then after uh, it's all done, it gets uploaded to your favorite streaming. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, just all that crap. It's there. We're there. I'm there. I don't know. Okay. Popped into the uh, Facebook Live, which I don't like doing, but I want my friends to. Like if you're sitting here and listening to me having a cup of coffee, and uh, you got the optic advantage, whatever that is. Uh, I don't really see a big advantage of it. That's why I wish Alex Jones would kind of ditch it, which I emailed him. I'm like, dude, you really don't need this gazillion dollar bandwidth and stuff. People want to hear your voice. They don't want to see your fat ass. Sorry. I mean, I'm kidding. But they don't want to see you. They don't want to, you know, I don't think. I don't know. It's not like the Tonight Show or um, Late Night Show, uh, but it is a news format. So maybe you know, maybe I mean I don't know what I'm talking about, but I I listen to them usually just verbally, uh, orally, or whatever. Better watch it. This is gonna get into the sex, and I ain't talking about that. But yeah, I just like listening to them auditory. I use that word. Audible. I'm out of coffee. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's just say he keeps bitching about how much money it costs. It's like, well, then you need to cut costs. <laughs> so it's... Uh, radio is always the best, and he's even on shortwave. Yeah, and he's still being carried on terrestrial. I, th I think I knocked myself off of here. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, quit pushing buttons, Tim. I accidentally hit the Podbean tab. Sorry about that. Wait a minute. Podbean Live, live shows. Okay. Wow. All right, and the whole chat room just disappeared. Are you still there? Here, let me type something. Oh, my God. I'm just going to quit. That's why I don't like doing this, though. Oh, what happened? What happened to everybody? I'm still here. Oh, okay, good. I don't know what happened. I mean, the whole screen disappeared in the browser. Okay, you're there. Cool. Sorry, guys. I really need an assistant because I, I can't tell you. I'm not bitching, but people, they have no fucking idea. It's like. I saw my friend Wendy Wu last night again, and just people don't see the, well, getting ready at home and then driving there and then pulling all your shit out of your van or your truck and then setting up and sound checks. And I mean, fuck with women, it takes them at least an hour to get ready. So, I mean, in her case, and I'm just not, I'm not sharing anything private or whatever, but uh, I won't do that. But I mean, that's, an hour to get ready, probably an hour to get there, at least an hour to set up, sound check. I mean, fuck, that's three hours. And then when you're done, you break down, you do business, and you drive home. It's another two hours. So you're looking at five hours to play, play maybe two hours of live music. And this shit is no different. I mean, this is such a pain in my fucking ass to do this. I'm just letting you know. Okay? So... Yeah, Scarlett's in here. She could pick up the pick up the ball if I fumble. Fifteen minutes for my wife to start the car. Ooh, man, you're gonna get it, or you're not gonna get it tonight for saying that. It's fucking funny. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's got to warm up in cold weather. I do the same shit, but I don't know. That's yeah, that's funny though. Just more the point. More the point. There's just so much shit in the background. It's like such a pain in my ass. But anyway. Um, all right. So what is this? 28 minutes, almost exactly half an hour. Oh, and by the way, that was John Butcher, John Butcher access band, the sound, the, uh, song I use, uh, which has a lot of high energy. And that's what I want to convey today, this morning, whatever. So I'm going through my phone and I got this email and I don't know exactly anything about it 
but uh, it was kind of interesting regardless if it's um genuine or not it doesn't matter and it was about good morning beth how are you it was about i'm gonna leave the chat room open and i usually don't do that i might close it if i really start getting into um something i don't want to be distracted because again the chat room is its own you guys will be talking about fat ass santa claus and fucking christmas and i'm talking about what i'm talking about and and the chat room has a tendency to go to places that's not even about the show which is fine but i don't need that distraction um so that that's where i'm coming from i'm not being a dick or i'm not ignoring you guys it's just like well fuck they want to talk about recipes and eggnog and and uh you know whatever then fine uh, but I, I i i'm not <laughs> so uh and and i don't care i think it's cool as long as it engages the audience you guys can talk whatever the fuck you want to talk about so but i can't be distracted by that so please understand that so i wake up this morning and i got a um i got a message And it's kind of interesting because I've been told this um, before that I would be a great motivational, like TED Talk speaker. I'm like, okay. I mean, good. I mean, it's better than telling me I suck and like oh, this fucking show sucks. Sometimes it does, but it's not. It's nice to um, get feedback like that, and it's very um, humbling, I should say. But to be perfectly honest, that's why I started doing this um, podcast show back in 2008 to motivate people, i.e. to wake them up. Now, there's two different topics, but the point is, like waking up and motivation, something needs to happen to you to light a fire under your ass, to get you to, to like pay attention as far as waking up look a little bit deeper or in motivation to get you to get get you off of your ass to finally do something and quit being complacent about it or apathetic or whatever word you want to use like oh, i'll do that tomorrow i'm gonna start my business tomorrow i'm gonna start my business tomorrow and i'm gonna you know do whatever you really want to do which is pretty much living your dreams and setting your goals and obtaining them but there's always a reason not to do it and then before you know it you're dead or you're so miserable that it's like well why do it now it's too late there's always a reason not to do it there's always a reason not to look into and i was confronted on this last night and i'm not being a dick it's like don't tell me you support Russia. And I'm like, do I support Russia? The answer to that's no. But I'm not, this is a waking up example. I'm, I'm not looking and listening to what I'm being told. That Putin's just a monster and he's this and that. I mean, he may be, he may not be. But in this particular case... I just responded by saying, no, I don't support the behavior of Russia. However, however, see, and this is where you're not going to hear this. 
at least turning on the TV, and it's your job to find out, that Putin's being fucked with NATO. And years ago, NATO promised Putin and Russia that they would not advance closer to Russia. Well, Ukraine breaks off for whatever reasons. I'm not here to figure shit out and why people do it, although I do do that. But I've learned, you know, you can't change people and you can't sometimes get through their head. They're going to do what they're going to do. Okay. So, you know, Ukraine breaks off of Russia and then NATO approaches them. Plus, Ukraine's one of the most corrupt countries in the fucking planet. Okay. So, <laughs> do your homework. But NATO was approaching or is approaching or still approaching to try to get Ukraine to join NATO while Ukraine is used to be part of Russia. So I, I understand how that pisses off Putin. It's kind of like if uh, Texas, you know, wanted to break off from the United States and then they do. And then um, some foreign, I don't really even know what NATO is. And as far as I know, it's unconstitutional, but whatever. But some organization, let's say the Empire from fucking Star Wars, and Darth Vader wants to come in. I want you to join the Empire, you know. So they set up all their shit and everything else. Uh, I think that would piss off um, our elected servants as far as defending this country, whoever's running it, because that's a threat. Hey, we got Darth Vader in Texas here. What the fuck are we going to do? Oh, don't worry about it. They, you know, the world supporting him and another country's giving him 35 fucking billion dollars. There's a bunch of corrupt shit going on, but don't pay attention to that. And they need to protect all that stuff. Uh, Cause if it gets out, it's going to be cause a lot of problems, but again, don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, what are we going to do? Darth Vader's in fucking Texas. Oh, don't worry about it. Just, He's a nice guy. You can talk to him. <laughs> okay. We can resolve this diplomatically. Yeah. No. Okay. We would we would say get the fuck out of there or whatever. But that that's that's your your job if you care to really know what's going on and maybe maybe that's not what's really going on i mean how can you confirm and verify everything because you have a life to live and uh you can sit there and confirm all this stuff and even if you try to i think they're going to suppress your links or abilities to um verify it so anyway that's a whole nother a whole no the the point is there's something that needs to spark you to go wait a minute that ain't right i don't give a flying fuck what you say 2008 meltdown that's what woke me up i'm like wait a minute wait wait the all these assholes caused this housing bubble and they all got bailed out, and the ones that really weren't the favorites of the government and the Treasury Department and all the elite, like Lehman Brothers, well, they went bye-bye. And they all got bailed out, and we had to pay for it. That's fucked up. Why? And that's what, like, like really? Because that was the beginning of my problems. Uh, one of mostly was financial. Wiped out my retirement hurt my business 
um, affected my marriage negatively. Um, it, it, it did. And so we paid the price for these greedy fucking assholes that are supposedly, and listen to this, right? They are supposedly the most smartest people on the planet. Goldman Sachs, uh, the asshole on, um, CNBC in the morning. Um, that was talking FTX up and down. I don't want to get into that. FTX really, really, really pissed me off. And all you're hearing is, well, we told you from the smartest people on the planet, mind you, we tried telling you crypto's dangerous and Bitcoin's bad, 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 bad. What, what did you expect when you lost all your money? Uh, well, it came out that that was a slush fund for the Democratic Party. So one stone killed five fucking birds. But I, I don't want to get into that. What I want to get into is some people that were trusting and one of the smartest people on Shark Tank lost his fucking ass, I guess. Lost money. I don't know how much. And this guy knows everything. No disrespect. Well, apparently he doesn't know too much about that. The point of it is a lot of people got hurt. A lot of people lost a lot of money or even a little money. doesn't matter. They lost money. They woke up one morning and opened up their FTX account if they could even get into it. And it says zero. <laughs> So what's the point of that? Well, the point of it is that that was all weaponized, and I'm not going to get into it. So they they had a narrative, and it was accomplished. And uh, who's the smartest people on the planet now? A lot of people got hurt, just like the 2008 meltdown. So all they're going to do is regulate the shit out of crypto, tell you you can't use it and this and that and everything else to protect you. You want to protect me. Why don't you throw me some fucking money for losing for uh, move? Sorry, I'm getting pissed moving three times because of covid. And you people lock everything down for a two percent, if that mortality rate, really? I want my money back. Why don't you take that 35 billion and feed the fucking people that are starving to death instead of giving it to Ukraine? Cause you're trying to get them in the NATO to pressure Putin to do. I don't know. Maybe they're going after Russia because they have a lot of natural resources, a lot. I don't know, but I, I don't know what the end game is with this stuff. And you could really drive yourself insane to figure it out. But I'll tell you how you will not figure it out is if you listen to this fucking television here behind me and go to CNN or Fox News or any of the um, slanted narrative political objectives. Because all they're going to do is misinform you. I've really never heard anybody, and well, I have, but they fired them, is to go, this is what's happening and what's really going on. Those people end up getting fired. So then you got to go to alternative media 
Glenn Beck, Alex Jones, um, Max Kaiser, uh, X-22 report, um, blah, 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 blah. This dumb fucking show, um, Freedom Revolution Network to just to not to be told what to do, but to get some type of information that is truthful to figure out what the, like the weather, Scarlett knows all about this, the weather. Yeah, it is a Ponzi scheme. It is a Ponzi scheme. And it, and Bitcoin's a threat. <laughs> so that if the government doesn't like it, it's because it's a threat. So remember that, okay? If they really cared about everybody and everything, um, they would accept it and adopt it, but it's a threat. And if you're a threat, then somehow, some way they... Um, gone are the days where they come right at you directly. Um, they back off, they re-engineer it, and then they flip it, and then they start using it against you and weaponizing it and saying, we're doing this for your own good. Oh, okay. Sure you are. But then again, some people actually believe that. So fine. That's fine. I can promise you there are very few people in your life that really give two flying fucks about you. And I'm sorry. That's that's just my experience. And if I said this 20 years ago, I would have said, you're fucked up. You have no idea what you're talking about. Not my friends, not my family, not my job, not my government. You know, nuh-uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, good. Good for you. But uh, it's not my experience. So I guess, I guess the key in this, I wouldn't say this. I wouldn't phrase it or format it this way, but here's my concern. So if I do a motivational speech, okay, where is it? Who is it in front of? Why am I doing it? And, and what's the narrative? Because if they're going to start weaponizing motivation, we're in big, big, big trouble. And I, for one, will not participate in that. Because besides your beliefs and your family structure, you have nothing left but motivation. And if motivation is weaponized and taken away from you, that is one of the last offenses or motivators, no pun intended, for you not to submit. So, of course, I'm thinking, well, why, why, okay, why me and why this and why the UN, which I don't even know if this any of this shit's true. Well, you know, we'll find out. But I will not be part of motivating people and misguiding them and leading them into a trap. Uh, I just won't. So, but let's pretend, let's pretend here, it's make-believe in our neighborhood, which is called it fuck, that this is all good intentions with the UN, which red flag, <laughs> like, I, I really highly doubt that would ever happen, but I'm just, let's just pretend that it does. And it'd be like, okay, you know, no disrespect to anybody here. I mean, I don't care. Um, because I don't, you're no better than me. You put your pants on the same way. You do what you do. I do what I do. But I don't like the elitist attitude. But why do you give two flying fucks about people's motivation at the UN? 
do you really truly want to motivate people or do you want to try to figure that out now in a psyop and fucking reverse engineer it and flip it and use it against people because that's all they got left. And that's the truth. It's like, well, Tim here, just do what we ask. And here's $10 million. Be like, <laughs> no, thanks. No, no, I don't, I don't, no, I don't. M money does not motivate me specifically. I know that's hard to believe, but it don't because I've had it. I've had it. I've lost it. I made it. I had it. I lost it. It's not the path to happiness. Actually, it's a path to could be was for me destruction. So it, this money does not motivate me. Period. It helps. I mean, you need, you know, you need it, right? You need it. So it's a really good money's a really good motivator and materialistic things and beautiful people in your life and all this crap, three cars and two houses and everything you could possibly want when greed comes in. And, uh, it does not make me happy. So I'm happier now. I don't, I'll be perfectly honest. I don't like being alone, you know, but I'm talking about money. I'm not talking about, people and family and the need to exist with somebody in your life. We're not supposed to be alone. Um, but I'm, I'm going down the road of happiness with materialistic things and a high bank account. I am from that perspective. I am the happiest that I've ever been. I was happy chasing that and building up a company and raising my family and providing for my kids and my wife and obtaining that crap, you know, but it's, it's like the game monopoly in the end, you can accumulate all that shit, but the bank wins. <laughs> so uh, that's all I can tell you. If you're pursuing the dreams of a uh, five or six digit income or personal balance sheet, net worth that high or whatever, um, chances are, it's temporary. That's all I can tell you. Because um, it attracts the wrong people. And um, you let one wrong person in your life and you're going to lose it. So that's what I'm going to tell you right now. But anyway, so motiv motivation, it's not for me. For money, at least. Money does not motivate me. You could throw me, I don't even care. Just, it's just more zeros. You could throw me a dollar, a thousand, ten thousand, ten million, hundred million, and people might not believe that, but it's true. It, money doesn't doesn't do anything. Um, once you start putting money as your first motivator priority, uh, it will be your demise. Live by the sword, die by the sword. My motivator is to help people, believe it or not. Um and give them a little bit of hope. And then I'm going to start sounding like a preacher and it is Sunday. So I guess I have the right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I could never be a, a preacher or a minister or anything like that. And that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that my, my experience, my mistakes, I am sharing them. Because you can use me, which has cost me everything, and it costs you nothing.
that's a pretty good deal. When I work with guys at work, I've been doing my trade the day out of high school, which is going on 40 years. And before I start sharing my knowledge with them on whatever we're working on or talking about, I'm like, okay, before I say anything, do you want to hear this? And they go, yeah. I said, okay. And I go, do you want to take 40 years to learn what I learned? Or do you want to learn it in 15 minutes? They're like, oh, I want to learn it in 15 minutes. Well, okay, good. But see, some people don't want to learn that. And if they would have said, no, I really don't want to hear it. I'd be like, okay. Then you're an idiot. You're making a grave mistake when somebody offers to you without any type of gain or leverage or whatever to honestly share with you for free in 15 minutes to avoid a lot of pain and misery and make mistakes so you can obtain your goals much quicker than I did and hopefully keep them. It's not, this is going to sound weird. It's not hard to obtain that stuff. It's harder to keep it. I have all kinds of examples and analogies. You know, you meet the person of your dreams and you guys are nuts about each other. You get married, you fuck every day. This is great and everything else. All right. I challenge you to keep that for 50 years because most people can't. There's my point. It's not that hard obtaining it. It's very hard keeping it. And there lies in the secret of, at least for me, happiness, peace, and, and motivation. I mean, you you got to work towards something that you obtain, but you also got to keep working to keep it. And trust me, that takes a lot more energy and work than just obtaining it. That's why when people win the lotto or the Powerball or inheritance and they don't have a pot to piss in and they get all this money, it's called the law of money, they'll get this money and they will destroy their lives probably in a matter of two years. And they'll be back where they were, except with a lot more problems before they got the money. There's an example again. It's really not that hard to obtain, especially when it's gifted to you or by the luck of the draw in a lotto. Much harder to keep it because money brings out not only the true colors in you, but the people around you. You could take a person that don't have a pot to piss in and they bust their ass and they're very successful and they lose everything. And I can promise you that they'll get it back and they'll keep it this time because they learn from their mistakes. They already saw what power and money and greed can do to themselves, uh, but not necessarily themselves, the people around them. I can't stress that. I, I cannot stress I don't care who it is. Oh, my wife would never do that to me. My husband, my kids, my family, my relatives, uh, friends that really come out in droves after they find out you, you're successful. And it sucks. It's fucking horrible, man. 
And then when you lose all that stuff, they all scatter like cockroaches and no one's to be found. So it stands the reason that, now I'll use me as an example because I can, and I should, that when I can't become successful again and all that, you can bet your fucking ass I'm going to be very, my circle keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller now. Wait, because when I get everything back and more, you think I'm letting your fucking ass, I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. You, you think I'm going to let your ass in my fucking life? You're nuts. Especially if you were in it before when times were good. The key, the key to all of that is this, whatever you're doing to make your life better, it also should be for the people around you. There's my weakness because of my kindness, but just like people that are trying to do this and it's too much and money corrupts them and changes them because their true colors come out. So will the true colors of your friends and your family. So it's not only just you, it's the people around you. And nine times out of 10, I mean, you can fuck your own life up. Like the people winning the lotto, they get into drugs, they get into drinking. It's like, I don't fucking have to work. I'm just going to have a party now. And they destroy their lives and they lose everything. But. Let's just say that you have much more self-control and discipline and you didn't do what you did to not work and make life a party every second of the day. But some of your friends might. And all it takes is one so-called friend or family member to make one mistake on their account that becomes your problem. Or you let that person in your life unbeknownst to you and they really just didn't give a shit about you because i'm going to tell you this there is people that are very jealous and greedy and they want what you have and i i will say without a doubt anybody listening to this and i've told people this a million times if you want what i have or had go work for it and i, I would be more than happy to share how I did it. And I did that before I started my own business. I talked to successful people and every single one of them had no problem or reservation in sharing how they did it. And they shared all the pain in the ass things and this and that. And, oh, it's this and it's that and it's whatever. But my question to them was this. Okay. And I get all that. Thank you. But would you do it again? And every single one of them said, yes, I would. And I would say the same thing. But it would be different this time. Like I said, people... You're not going to become successful without the right people in your life. But you sure as hell are going to be destroyed by the ones that are not the right people. And some are so clever. Wolves in sheep's clothing. Narcissists. Psychopaths. Sociopaths. Before you figure out what's going on, it's going to be too late. And you're going to go, what the fuck just happened? There, there's a few employees that work for me. And um, 
the way I've dealt with this is karma. I just like, I turn it over to God and karma is a real thing, guys. This is what I'm going to tell you. I just told somebody this the other day because some, someone relocated. I don't know him. I work with them, but somebody relocated from another state and he came here. And I hear this a lot from people that relocate to Colorado and probably other states too, but I, I'm in Colorado, so I have to share what I heard uh, and where I'm at. It's like, oh, I just packed up all my shit, and I got the hell out of fucking Illinois, and I came here. And I'm like, that's what happened to me. And sometimes you you need a reset to do that. Um, And hopefully you learn your lesson. Because if you keep those people in your fucking life, they're going to destroy you. And one, there's no better book. Here we go. Uh, Napoleon Hill, um, Outwitting the Devil. It's called Hypnotic Rhythm. That's deemed by him. I go back to my hometown in Streamwood. This is going to go over real well. I, I go back to my hometown in Streamwood, and people are pissing and moaning and bitching about their fucking life. And are sleeping with the same people twice, same job. There's no, you know, yeah, but it's Streamwood and it's my hometown. I love it. It's like, yeah, well, then you're fucked because you got nobody to blame but you. Those people need you, but they put it as you need them. Oh, you better not leave. You don't know. I heard that. Why are you going to Colorado? You don't know anybody. Uh, the first time. No, I don't. I know. One person and her husband. So it's a, it's a uh, kind of an insecurity on their end not to leave because they need you. But don't let you think you need them. Oh, you're not getting any friends. Who are you going to go out with? Isn't it? You'll find friends. I got friends. I got more friends than I need. And I'm not sounding like an asshole. I don't think you can have too many good friends, but there lies in the challenge. I I don't even want to say the number that I've known people back in my hometown and state. Between business and personal and being born in that state, I don't, it's in the thousands, easy. And the state of Wisconsin, I was doing business there. But I could count on one hand out of all of them that I would say, They are good, close friends, and those are the ones I still talk to today. So I I guess you're going to have to figure out what motivates you. But I'm warning you, if you're going to make it about a paycheck, because you're going to have to come up with the definition of success. Because isn't that what motivates people? Right? But not really. What motivates people in the beginning is a bigger paycheck and more money. And I'm going to caution you. When I started my business, money was not the motivator. I knew I could do it better and provide better jobs and improve the industry by me starting my business because I knew I could do that. It had nothing to do with 
all the shit I accumulated, which I never dreamed I would do that. I had two houses, four snowmobiles, a fucking boat, three cars, a ton of musical crap. I mean, everything you could think you fucking wanted. Four dogs, two cats, and a partridge in a pear tree, and all that shit. And I, I didn't. I made three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year taxable income between my wife and I and the S corp profit of the company, which is on paper. So, so you know, but that was not my motivation. My motivation was to give opportunity for other people to do that. Believe it or not, and take care of customers for people that are musicians. Oh, yeah, man. I just want to play guitar, get laid, smoke pot, fuck broads, and get a million dollars, man. I'll be happy. No, that's going to destroy you. But if you're a musician, musician, can't even talk. He's like, you know what? I love music. I'm in love with music, and I want to share that passion with everybody else, and I want to create my music that makes me happy and share that with my fans. That's my motivation, whomever I'm speaking, which is fictitious, but a character, you got two characters, one that wants to be a rock star and one that wants to share their passion and love and vibe of music to other people. Which one do you think is going to be more happy and motivated? Because in that analogy, that's a perfect analogy, though, now that I'm thinking about it and what I'm saying to you, because if you're going to do it to get laid, get all this attention, drink, do drugs, this and that, fucking party your ass off and become a gazillionaire, that's exactly what you're going to get. So you're allegedly going to attract the Illuminati and the record industry and all these other assholes and they're going to suck you in and they're going to make you sign a contract that you don't even own your own fucking music, let alone your own image and your property thereof of whomever you sign this contract for. And they're going to tell you when to eat, shit, sleep, what color to dye your hair, what music to play, where to play, everything else. You just sold your soul. How much do you think that's going to motivate you? You just gave yourself to the very thing that destroyed you, that motivated you. Am I wrong? Or you just get somebody that wants to play and they want to play and they want to play and they just want to keep playing because they want to share that with their fans, whether they make a million dollars, $10 million, or they make a hundred dollars. Does it really matter? Because I can tell you what, when that gigs over that person that did it for their fans and got a hundred bucks in their pocket are way more happier than these assholes. that can't even have their own life. And that is what happens to successful people. Quote, unquote. Be very careful what motivates you. Oh, I want to get a car and a house and a beautiful woman and this and that and everything else. Well, if you obtain that when you're rich, guess what? When that shit's gone, tells everybody else. And now you're going to have maintenance payments and divorce cases. You're going to be destroyed. I mean, I... I that's not what exactly happened to me because I built everything with my wife, which we didn't have a pot to piss in. But again, 
if that is what motivates you, it's what whatever motivates you is going to destroy you. So take your pick on your path of your success and motivation because whatever that is, that's going to be your demise. We're all programmed or indoctrinated and this and that and all this other crap. You just go to school, get a degree, get married, have kids, work at the same place for 50 fucking years. Here's your rubber watch. Get the fuck out of here. And you'll live happily ever after and contribute to your retirement plan. It's all bullshit. And I really honestly don't. That's not a motivational person that does that. That's an insecure, scared person that does that. And some people, I mean, I think that model probably worked. I mean, hell, I'll go back all the way to the Roaring Twenties, but, you know, definitely in the 50s, which I'm too young for. I wasn't born yet. You know, 50s and beyond to maybe 1990, uh, maybe. 80, 1980, 1990. I would definitely say 1990. That's, that's just a myth. They fucked everything up, and uh, that's just unobtainable, in my opinion. You do that model, you're just going to be miserable. You hit. You have to. You have to look deep down and say, not necessarily what you want, but what you don't want. I don't want to sit a fucking desk from nine to five every fucking day for fifty years. Are you kidding me? Uh, so don't look at it. I tell people this too, especially in my industry. Well, I got to find what's wrong with it. No, you need to find what's not wrong with it. Then what's wrong with it will be apparent. I would suggest whatever motivates you and you can't figure it out, I would figure out what doesn't motivate you. Oh, I sure as fuck don't want that. You know, I, I don't want a more 30 year mortgage to well, living here, $4,000 a month mortgage. I don't want that shit. Oh, but you can have a beautiful house and this and that or that in 30 years. You're sure about that? So I would say to you, don't look for what motivates you. Look what does not motivate you. And then things that motivate you will be apparent. For instance, I am not motivated to buy a house anytime soon for a lot of reasons. One of which is because I will be anchored. Now, you're listening to a guy, a man, whatever I am. I mean, I know what I am, but whatever. Whatever. I don't want to be stuck why because i don't know what the fuck is going to happen and that's not insecurity that's looking at the past because the past always repeats in the future so if we get locked down again and i have a two thousand dollar mortgage and i'm locked down and can't work who's going to pay my fucking mortgage oh well we'll take care of you here's a stimulus check and this and that and everything else and 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 then you talk to your electric company or your bank for your car payment it's like look man uh and this is lessons from 2008 i can't make it 
Can you help me out? Oh, well, we'll just take your payments and put them on the end of the mortgage, but you're going to be assessed interest and stuff for that. Uh, you know, so yeah, that's fine. But I'm seeing stories that um, people are still suffering from the COVID lockdown and their power's getting turned off. And um, whatever the banks or their landlord did to help them out is coming back on. I'm like, oh, you got six months of rent you got to pay. Um, what part of I couldn't work for six months to a year, don't you understand, or my income was reduced? So does that motivate me? Fuck no. I'm not, I'm not going to get in that trick bag. I would gladly, quote unquote, piss money down a hole, which is 1280 bucks on a month-to-month lease where I can go, see you later. This does not motivate me. Here's an example of what does not motivate me. That does not motivate me. So therefore, I'm not going to pursue that. As an example, I have to be able to pack up my shit and get the fuck out of here where I can work. It's not running from my problems. It's not, I'm not going to stand here and fight because you're not going to win. You try fighting against these people again if they do this shit again. Well, we're just going to sign an order by the government as I eat five more fucking cheeseburgers in Illinois. So y'all fuck yourself and take out my gold toilets in my uh, house so I don't get taxed on them and yada, yada, yada. Uh, but yeah, here's an executive, not executive, just an order from the governor on state level that you can't do this and you can't do that. And if you do, you're going to be arrested. Uh, doesn't motivate me. I don't know about you guys. You guys want to go to jail? Have a criminal record or arrest record? Uh, no. Again, you have to identify what does not motivate you. Mm, doesn't motivate me sitting in jail, getting bailed out, going through the court systems, which is totally unconstitutional in my opinion, but that's a whole nother show. It is very challenging and difficult because of restrictions and control and blame and division and hate and lack of love and trust and all this stuff. And I'm starting to sound a little corny here, but it's true um, for people to be motivated. Is it not? That's good. Raccoon says I'm happily married, but I'm not joined at the hip. We both know what the boundaries are. Yeah, right. Good. Good. Yeah. And that, and yeah, that's great. So, okay. What else are people saying in here in the chat room comment? Uh, learn from your mistakes. Yes. Isn't that, isn't that the, yeah. Isn't that just the magic pill? It is. Um, and pick your battles. Somebody said that to me years ago, and I was one that always had to win every battle. And it wasn't because I was right. I was trying to make them see my side because some people are go, oh, you just always got to be right. It's like, no, I, I want you to see what I see. But um, just some people just don't want to. So um, it's actually quite harder to walk away and not engage in that than battle them because you're just it's going to be a no zero sum result. They're always going to think what they think. You're always going to think what you think. So the best thing to do is just walk away because some people don't want to learn from their mistakes. 
They want to prove that they're right. And again, I don't want to prove I'm right. I want you to see what I see, but people don't want to listen. So there's a difference. Uh, most of my friends are at least divorced. That's pretty sad. Huh. Yeah, experience of others are free. I'm backtracking here. So sorry. I should probably go up to the top and shut up and then talk. Okay. Here we go. The ra the the raccoon the raccoon said this. Sorry, Jesus, man. The UN's best intentions are just for the leaders. Yes. Yeah. See, and that's why I'm like, okay. So why does the UN give two flying fucks about motivation? For the peasants. Hmm. Red flag. Don't make sense to me. Unless they're going to weaponize it. <laughs> I mean, sorry. That's just how I see it. Um, you don't need U-Hauls at the graveyard. That's true. Yeah, you can't take it with you. I get it. That's pretty good, actually. You should get that on the plaque. Scarlet, like Joe. Okay, here we go. Dun, 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 dun experiences of others are free yes they're priceless actually but yeah 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 right we are at 41 years and it's been f what is that rocky i don't know yep because the grass ain't greener on the other side no shit you gotta water and feed your own lawn and manicure it and give it time and love to get a crane. Yeah, if people had that philosophy, it'd be a much better world and neighborhood. Most marriages are rocky. I can I can say honestly, mine for a solid twenty years was was not. It was um not rocky at all. It was it was amazing actually. Nothing better. Um, but well, you know, everybody has their ups and downs. I get it. And it's basically in the end, agree to disagree. And that's that would help a lot. Um people change when money is involved for sure. Stakes are higher, yeah. Most of my friends are at least divorced. That's sad. La 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 I'm reading. Most of my friends are married with decent relationships now to think about it. I have friends who are single in shitty relationships and married too, but are most but are pretty happily married. Hmm. But most are pretty happily married. Okay. Colorado has a lot of transplants. Fucker, yeah, it's turning into California. I actually heard that people were talking and and people are getting out of here because that's exactly what's happening it's being a californication here and and people are not happy and they're leaving so because they're bringing all their fucking problems here bringing their money and i think that's why people mistakenly accept it and let it happen but uh, money doesn't last forever. It's like, why are you being stupid? They're bringing all their money here. <laughs> okay. See how that turns out for you. Because California is a fucking shithole and they're bankrupt and they don't have any money. 
people, you can't afford to live there. And that's becoming here very quickly. It's very sad. Um, back in 33, the government stole everybody's gold. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they, they confiscated it and threatened you with jail. And then they, uh, they pegged it. Uh, what did they do? They, if you converted it back to gold from a dollar, they raised it by 33 or they devalued it by 33%. So do your homework on that. But yeah, gold, gold and Bitcoin, I'm not going to get into this too much, but gold and Bitcoin are pretty much the same. And they suppress and keep the price of gold and silver down and uh, they don't want you having it. This is pretty simple. So, but anyway, all right, so what's that? An hour and 20 minutes. So I'm going to briefly, really quick, and this is weird because I dated this. I mean, not physically. Date, date, put a date on it. 131-2021. And I got my notebook right here. You're just going to have to trust me. And I, and I didn't write this down. This is from 2020. Because... I've had motivational, I mean, I have to discover what motivates me. And like I said, I don't know what motivates me, but also you have to obtain peace and happiness in this lovely world that we're in. And um, I entitled it, Build a Better Human, 131-2021, in a new beginning. Um, and I started breaking this down, analyzing me. Um, and it's in three sections. I'm going to share it. And I haven't looked at this in forever, but here's what I'm going to say before I get into this. So the, the school of thought or business management or whatever is, there's a question who's responsible for motivation. And the school of thought is split big shocker 50, 50. And some say, it's up to the employer to motivate employees. And some say it's up to employees to motivate themselves. I say it's 50-50. I say it's a responsibility of the employer and the employee. They both should be using whatever styles or systems to motivate their employees and employers should be doing not necessarily the same, but whatever it takes to motivate them because there's the illusion from the corporate world and a lot of other people that what makes people happy and motivates them is money. And that may be true, but it's not long-term, very short-term. Um, so I looked a little bit deeper into myself in this, and I'm sharing this, uh, again, dated it's new year's Eve. What the fuck? That shows what I was doing. New year's Eve, 2021. Um, the very first section I met and what I think this is mental. This is obviously a mental thing. And I don't know exactly what this says. I'm going to read it and I'll comment on it. So let's see. Uh, number one is get your mind strong, period. I mean, just, yeah, that, I mean, if you don't do that, everything else is going to be futile. It won't matter. 
and I wrote on here books, self-help groups, support groups, marital, whatever, uh, identify waypoints, reverse point, uh, yoga, state of zero, which means no matter what happens to you, you're going to handle it um, in a state of zero. That's kind of interesting. I can't even believe I wrote that. So no matter what happens to you, you should still be calm and in a, like a state of Zen. And I mean, I really don't know how to say it. It's just that when you're successful and you got all this shit coming, you still should have your same frame of mind as when you didn't, or if something happens, you know, somebody pisses you off, which I have a problem with. Um, try to stay in the state of zero. I mean, that's, you know, don't let it fuck you up, I guess. Um, sauna therapy. Oh yeah. I could do a whole show on sauna therapy. Do your homework on that. As much shit that's in our atmosphere, our, our food, water, uh, everything else. We're, we are so toxic. It's just crazy. And, uh, I done my homework on this and I've been doing sauna therapy. I was thinking about it yesterday. Cause I was sitting in the sauna after working out. Um, and there's proven medical studies on this and just by people doing it. Um, I've been doing it for 20 years and it's the only thing that will allegedly truly detoxify you. And if you detoxify your body, you're going to detoxify your mind and vice versa. Detoxify your mind, you'll detoxify your body, but your body's more of a, uh, a physical thing than your mind. I mean, really, what is your mind? We could do a whole show on that too. You know, it's you and your thinking process and what you were programmed to do and all that kind of crap. And now you got to reprogram yourself. But that's why I'm saying you got to detoxify your mind. And the only way you can do that is you. Okay. By your thinking processes, your reactions, your indoctrination, you have to psychoanalyze yourself. And if you want to get professional help in that, by all means, I mean that I've had countless therapy. <laughs> I don't even want to get into that. That's a whole nother show too. Um, yeah. I look at it this way. You didn't get fucked up by yourself. You're not going to get better by yourself. So there you go. Unless you want to be a monk and go to a, a, a Shaolin temple and do that every fucking day for the rest of your life. Yeah, you can, but still you have a master and you have other people there. So you're going to get better by other people. Again, you have to be careful in who you let into your life. Period. But you have to detoxify your mind and the, in your body as well. You have to be he as healthy as you can. Um, what does this say? Read less. I can't even re read my own writing. That's pretty scary. Oh, here's some books. Okay. Road Less Traveled. Anything by Ruth Montgomery. Uh, Outwitting the Devil. Um, it's Okay That You're Not Okay. The book Boundaries. The book Unfuck Yourself. Um like them, hate them, love them, leave them, whatever. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's um, 
autobiography, Total Recall, and then a book called Detoxify or Die, which was written by a medical doctor. And that's just eight that were off the top of my head, and I've done all of these. I've read them all. Help me. Uh, oh, in the movie Shack, that's The Shack. That movie probably saved my life with resentment and anger and things of that nature. Uh, but this is books. So, and the shack is a book. I didn't read it, but I saw the movie. And then this list will grow and go on and on and on. Cause you should always continue to, to do this, to get your, it's a life challenge to get your head, get your mind strong is what I say. So, and then the second one is, um, get your body strong. Um, through health and fitness. Um, here's another book. And I, I guess I'll just say, cause I didn't write it down. Cause I know what getting my body strong means for me. That's eating right. Uh, get on some type of physical thing, whether it's the Peloton, uh, yoga, weightlifting, martial arts, uh, whatever, what, whatever, Float your boat and motivate you. There's, there's their word. Mo whatever motivates you to keep your body strong, you should do. Just because you do it or you do different things than other people, well, fuck them. Okay. Oh, you shouldn't do that. You should do this. Fitness boxing. I fell on that by accident four years ago when I lived here before. Uh, unbelievable. And I'm probably going to do it again here real quick. Um. It's going to cost a hundred bucks a month, but I look at like in an investment, um, as far as books go, um, I got eat right for your blood type, which is a fascinating book. That's a whole nother show. Depending on your blood type is what you should be eating. And it's very interesting because everybody's body chemistry is different based on their environment and where they were born and raised or living. And it changes you. That's why black people in Africa are black as fuck because the sun's changing their body chemistry in them. And therefore, uh, and also what is indigenous to their diet is on that continent or area. So it would stand to reason that you're going to adapt to that diet. But if you move, let's say you move to Antarctica, which is a whole nother show. Uh, and you're a black person from Africa, you're going to have some fucking problems and you're not going to be able to eat shit out of the jungle or what's indigenous to your diet because your blood type and your environment has adapted to where you are. So a lot of people like, for instance, type a is supposed to eat. This is memory. I haven't read the book in years. I got the sequel though, and I'm going to read it, but it's like type a people, which are really like Asian and uh yellow skin and in whatever, you know, they're supposed to eat like a rabbit. Okay. And if you start eating meat and all those other kind of crap that you're not supposed to, it can fuck up your body and your body chemistry and your health. Me, I'm type O, so I'm supposed to eat like a caveman. And when I try eating like a fucking rabbit, I feel like shit. It's not right. It's just like, no, I'm going to eat what my body's telling me to eat, which is based on where I live, where I grew up, and my blood type, and, you know, my environment, and what's accessible to me indigenously. Makes perfect fucking sense to me. Some people think this book's full of shit. 
And then on the other hand, some people think it's the Bible. Like, for instance, I read this uh, by this guy was really, really sick. This is a different book. He has the food um, supplements company called Garden of Eden. And this guy almost died. And the doctors couldn't, it's a shocker, doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with him or anything else. It turned out to be nutritional problems. And I, since I still have brain fog from COVID, I don't give a flying fuck what anybody says. Uh, I think it permeated the uh, blood barrier um, in my brain. And I don't need people fucking with my head any more than it is. Not to mention something like COVID to do it. But I still have brain fog. And I remembered reading this guy's book. Just type it in Google or whatever is the guy that started the garden of Eden. That's the name of the supplement company. And I remember him saying, I think this came from there that coconut oil, a good refined, clean coconut oil, which kind of honestly tastes like shit. It's like eating fucking Crisco, but that does something for your brain in a positive manner. What that is, I don't know. And I'm getting sick and tired of my my thoughts. It's fog. It's brain fog. It's exactly what it is. And I did my homework on that. And it is a proven condition for people that have survived COVID-19 and a variant that fucks with your head. It's proven, not to mention a severe energy loss. It's fact. Look it up. Now, I can do things for my energy levels, which I would say I'm 90% recovered. But my head's still, I'm still in a fog. And I have no problem admitting it. Uh, So I bought some of this coconut oil crap um, when I was at the store at King Supers. Because they got a really nice, nice, healthy supplement um, area, vitamins and all that crap. And I saw the coconut oil. I'm like, fuck. That's supposed to help people with their brains, whatever it is. Okay, it's worth 12 bucks. I'll buy it. So I bought it. I will honestly say I have noticed a little bit, of, a little difference, little, but that remains to be seen. I'm not a doctor and I'm not saying take this shit. I'm just telling you that that's a body mind thing. So, because it's your brain, so that's your mind, but that's a body thing that is improving your physical, one of your physical organs in your body, uh, which it's your job to maintain and keep healthy. Um, But that's your mind. Why in the fuck would you do something to help your mind? So your brain. So that's one thing there. Uh, And I got some, I don't know why I went into this. I went into some financial stuff, but that's not really... This is just chicken scratch and shit I put down. So the third final one that is not final, but I just started doing this because it came to me. Uh, build a better um, livelihood. Oh, this is a financial part. So uh, just a few books. And I'll briefly share on this because one of my motivation was just to be become financially um, dependent. I mean, not dependent. Independent, 
uh, yeah, I don't want to be dependent. Financially independent. And who don't? I mean, who don't? You know, unless you have health problems or situations where you can't work or this or that or everything else. I'm not talking about that. You don't want to be dependent for your livelihood and survivability based on somebody else that has control over that. So I wanted to become financially independent, but not, not dependent on somebody, but we're all dependent one way or another. You just are. I think being the least dependent on somebody else sending you a check, regardless of who it is, you have to be careful with that. Uh, but even if you're a business owner, customers send you checks. So you're never really going to get out of this system, but you should be the least dependent on someone or something or somebody um, to be financially independent and secure, which there's no guarantees. Um, which should motivate you and that that's different. It's different to provide for your family and then other people and employees and stuff than compared to, well, I'm doing this for the money and it motivates me. I just want as much as I can get. That's like having sex every fucking five minutes. If you can do that, I'd like to know how, but you know, how many times do you want to be fucked in a day? Really? I mean, Fantasy wise, maybe all day. I don't know. Um, but that's an list to I want as much money as I can get. Well, I want to get laid as much as I can get. Um okay. Uh you know, obsessive addictive behavior uh will only destroy you, and you can just replace the addiction with a word. Money, sex, drugs, alcohol, uh whatever. I would caution you on what you think you really need or want and access with unlimited, uh, with no limitations. It's going to destroy you. Uh, but some books, this goes, so when I was 27, this is what I was getting at. When I was 27 years old, I was raising my family, living in a mobile home, working for my dad, didn't have a fucking pot to piss in, I was being underpaid. And I'm like, okay, I want to learn as much as about money as I can. Not to have it, but to be financially independent or self-supporting, which again is a myth. There's really no such thing. Somebody's got to give you money and you got to get money somehow. And in the system now, it's capitalism. So you need to do something for somebody else before you're going to get money. Okay. Uh, when you're an employee, you earn money. When you're a business owner or entrepreneur, you make money. It's a difference. But you're still getting that money. One has a limitation. The other one's unlimited. And there lies in the problem. <laughs> because you have a fucking printing press. And you're going to have so much money that you don't know what to do with. And that's a bad thing. It's a very bad thing. And nobody can really tell you what to do with it because when you get to that point, nobody can tell you anything because it's, a, oh, look what I did. Yeah, you did. You're great. You're very, you're very gifted. You're very blessed. But again, when I said earlier, keep the zero mentality thing and calmness because um, if you let destruction and 
just bad turn of events and depression and anxiety get the best of you, it will. And the flip side of that coin is success and money and power and all this materialistic crap and attention and everything else that will also destroy you. And there's really no guidance for either one. The, the key to it is don't go down that road by staying zero, by staying where you are, staying in the middle. And that's, that's a safe place to be in life, but also it's the only one that's going to get you through it, in my opinion. So try to stay calm and in the center of everything, regardless of what's happening to you. And that's impossible. But if you keep that in your head, it's like, oh, wait a minute, I got to pull back. I can't get drawn into this darkness. I can't get drawn into this. I wouldn't say lightness, but I would say success and power and this and this because that that will ultimately destroy you. And then if, if you get to that point and then you are destroyed, then you got it from both ends and you're really fucked. You're a fucked up person, man. So be very careful. Uh, but when I was 27, I wanted to provide for my family. And, and I'm not getting financial advice. This is me. So 27 years old. It was 30, Jesus Christ, 31 years ago. Didn't know nothing about money. Absolutely. Just work, shut up, go, you know, fucking just keep working. Shut up. Okay. Well, I learned about um, mutual funds. I learned about uh, retirement. I learned about, there was a question. It's like, so how much money do you want sitting there when you retire? And I put like, I don't know, $50 million. <laughs> I, I didn't know. So give me a number. And I did. And this is a book called Wealth Without Risk, which is out of print, and More Wealth Without Risk by Charles Givens. And I, my financial foundation, beyond a shadow of a doubt, is from these books. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. It goes into everything from auto insurance to life insurance to um, things that you're not taught that you should know. Investments, self-directed IRAs, mutual funds, um, taxes, uh, all legal legitimate stuff. And it, it was phenomenal. And I learned a lot. And it was really the basis for my financial success personally and in business. Um, nothing in there caused my failure. Absolutely nothing. But once you once you get some type of confidence and education that applies to real life, in your finances, then your motivation is going to go up. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. When when you get healthy and you're a sexy bitch and everything else, your motivation is going to go up. And I guess the key to motivation comes with from within. And like I said. Whatever the result is, whether you're a miserable failure or successful way beyond your dreams, your true colors are going to come out. And I'd be very, everybody's got a little naughty in them. I mean, give me a fucking break. You know, everybody's a little dark, you know, and then everybody thinks that they're a wonderful person. They want to save the fucking planet. That's normal. That's, I would say all of us, maybe not. It's me. But you better stay in the middle. 
you can go out of the the lines you know when you're a kid and you're coloring shit like don't go out of the lines tim you can't do that when you're coloring well you can go out of the lines you just got to get back in them but i truly think you know if you look at somebody and go i want what they want you're gonna fail but if you say well i want to do what you want to do because i've seen what you've done for other people then you're going to be a success or if you look at somebody and go well i want what you have and i can't have it so i'm going to take it from you unbeknownst to you um get ready for some good bad doses of karma i heard a saying and i believe it to be true if you're wrong by somebody and you seek revenge then dig two graves one for you and one for the person you're trying to seek revenge against because it will destroy you just let it go man i mean and i hate that fucking saying oh tim it'll get better just let it go that's like taking your dog outside and you know you'd been taking it out for years and watching it and let some of you just let it out but let's just say that's what i did but let's just say you take your dog out and let them do their business and uh you know what i need to let go of my dog so you go outside with the fucking dog and then you just let it run away and you go in the house like it didn't even bother you wow <laughs> you know you really need to get rid of that dog just take it out and let it go huh you need to get over your ex-wife, you know, just let it go. You need to get over your husband and let it go. You need to get, get rid of uh, losing your business and being destroyed. Just let it go. Take your fucking dog out for a walk and turn around and close the door to let it go. Very <laughs> when you're in it, you can't do it. I mean, if you can go outside and let your dog go, fuck you. Uh, you're an asshole. But but it is true it is true you need to let this stuff go forgiveness and letting go are the keys to your happiness and moving forward now i had this conversation actually the other day someone to try to straighten out their life and i go yes you need to forgive but you need to forgive other people for you not for them and just because you forgive them does not mean it's a reset and everything's going to be happily ever after and your buddies again that's impossible my family has been forever irreparably been destroyed i've forgiven everybody from what they did to me but that doesn't mean i'm going to have fucking thanksgiving dinner for with them or invite them to anything or even see them for that matter I have turned this over to God and the universe. You will be served justice. And I, it's not like I don't want bad things to happen to him, but it says in the Bible, karma is served, you know, times 10. And I can honestly say that if I took it in my hands and my revenge to go after people, what they did to me to, to equal the scales of justice, I would be in prison or dead or fucking in jail or all the above. Okay. Just like chemical addiction, whatever. And I can say this, 
What has happened to people, unbeknownst to me and not in my power by karma, has happened 10 times worse than what I could have done to them. So man's law and man, man's revenge for the scales of justice to be equal is not in your best benefit. Some take longer, but the longer they take, the worse the punishment, I guess. Somebody asked me again, I hope I put this right. What's the justice between what's the difference between justice and revenge? And I go, well, revenge is a personal to person thing. Justice is something being um, equalized for the benefit of all. And I hope I said that right. And that, that made a lot of sense. And it made me think, it's like, what, what's the difference between revenge and justice? And I think, and, and they said, yeah, that's right. I said, okay, I get that. You can't, you can't put all that energy into revenge or seeking justice because quite honestly, it just feeds the monster. <laughs> so, uh, it just makes you a worse person. I mean, again, look at Darth Vader. Um, I know it's a fictional character, but nonetheless, it was that's what destroyed him. All those horrible things, and he went out and seeked um, revenge slash justice, which is an individual case, and that does not work. You become who you don't want to become, or who you're trying to fight. And you just have to, get, again, have to let that go. So forgive, move on, fuck them, and just keep looking forward and always, always keep moving forward and you're going to be challenged. But um, I guess for me, and I'm going to end this, motivation for me is to be the best person I possibly can. And then, of course, to share that and improve other people's lives based on my actions. Um, it's not self-serving. Um, that's why I do this show. If you think I come on here for this fucking show to self-serve me, you're nuts. I do this, like I said earlier. I think it's my responsibility and everybody else's that if you experience something and you can help somebody get through that, atrocity whatever it may be it's your responsibility to share that but people don't do that oh my god i can't believe you're talking about personal stuff and this and that why not if you don't think people are talking behind your fucking back you're an idiot they're talking about it anyway so why don't you just get it out and go look yeah this happened that happened this person did this because it's all drama bullshit anyway. But when you get past all that and you go, and this is what I did to overcome that. What's wrong with that? That's how AA and CA and NA and all these self-help groups and divorce care. That's how you get through this stuff. It's group therapy. And it would be a huge disservice, not only to myself, but to other people that um, need a little bit of motivation and guidance and hope. 
And that's true motivation, not self-serving greed, um, jealous actions to get what thing's going to make you happy. If that's your motivator, you're going to lose. And that's it. So um, the mental fortitude is important. What else are you guys saying? Until 71, you can only have up to five ounces of pure gold. Yeah, because it was a threat. And, and they learned their lesson through that uh, back there. So now they're just going to regulate it so high, and then they're going to use false flags and use it to their advantage, crypto. Uh, to prove their point and then they're going to go oh we'll come in and save you and regulate it you can't have that stuff that's horrible <laughs> okay uh, so they know they just can't like i said they're a bunch of fucking psychopaths and sociopaths they know what they're doing but they can't come directly at you because they know they're going to get a fight so what do they do they go and they reverse engineer it again and they look at it and they go, okay, how can we weaponize this and prove to these people this is absolutely god-awful, horrible for them? Then they create scenarios and situations to prove that, and then they'll come in and save the day. It's fucked up. And if you don't believe that or at least won't keep an open mind to looking into that, you're not, you're not, <laughs> you're not looking things objectively and through an open mind because it's exactly what they do every single thing is being weaponized to their advantage and once you figure that out you see right through them fucking un nato oh it's about world peace and making the better planet well then how come 35 billion dollars going to fucking ukraine when you got people starving to death how come africa doesn't have a good plumbing system electrical system and water if you really gave a flying fuck about mankind get your ass to africa and help those goddamn people but no that's not gonna get us any more power advantages or closer to russia fuck africa there's no reason for it. Wake up, man. I'm fucking weak. I'm not saying I got it figured out, but I know I see right through them. I, I just see right through them. And that concerns me. But again, when I saw FTX and people lose all their goddamn money, sorry, Lord, uh, I, I, I have a boundary. And when people's trust and when they're misled for obviously nefarious reasons, and they become a victim, and then, oh, see, we told you. <laughs> you got to do your homework, man. Do not let your crypto sit on the exchanges. Don't. Put it on a cold storage wallet. Then this cannot happen to you. Somebody just can't come in and take your fucking money. And what just happened with FTX, mark my words, is going to happen with the banks. But that's your business. I don't even want to get into that. That's a whole nother fucking whole nother thing. Just don't when it comes to money and your finances and your in your um livelihood, um, don't trust anybody. Especially when it comes to finances. Just don't trust anybody. If somebody's saying they're doing something for you and your betterment, I would run. You got to be contrarian when it comes to that. Like Reagan said, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. See you later. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm out of here.
And there's a lot of that going on right now. These people do not care. If they cared about you, I'm on a rant now. If they cared about you, then people like Nancy Pelosi and other people that do insider trading that is illegal and puts you in prison like Martha Stewart, um, then they would let us inside trade or they would not be able to inside trade. So give me a fucking break. That's enough of that. I'm going to get fucking pissed. Um, God, that just really irritates me. I hate when people are oppressed, taken advantage of, lied to, manipulated for for somebody else's uh, benefit. It just drives me fucking nuts. Sorry. Okay, that's enough. That's it. <laughs> uh, so... Like I said, I, I don't know if this thing, I'm going to close the show. I don't I don't know if this thing, it's almost two hours by the time I'm done. I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know. I don't, people want me to talk at TED Talk. I, you know, I don't know, but I'm not just going to do it. Tim, this is what, what you want you to say. Just say it. Say it the way you say it. We'll give you $10 million and, and there you go. Like, no, thanks. It's probably all a crack of shit. It's probably just some type of sales thing. I don't care because I can spot a, uh, con man a mile away um, not to mention other people but it did spark and that's where i get ideas from my show to talk about something that we all need and that's motivation because without that it's like what's the point but in order to be truly successful you have to know what motivates you and what does not motivate you. And it has to come from within. And that's the whole point. And then the people that are asking you to do this motivational crap, what's their intentions? Is it to figure it out, reverse engineer it and weaponize it? Or is it really truly to give some people some hope to be a better person or be the best person you can. Because believe me, if it's the latter and this is weaponized, that'll be the ultimate nail in the coffin because that's all we got left. Motivation is the reason why you get out of bed. Whether it's your kids or your job or just thank God I'm, a, I'm alive another day above ground, you know, whatever. But if you weaponize motivation and take that away that motivates people, we're done. We're done. You're done. I'm done. I mean, really, to be honest. Oh, I woke up today because I want to watch the Broncos game, which I'm a fucking idiot, but that's not true. Neither one of them, but I'm just saying, oh, we'll just take the NFL away. That motivates people. I mean, you got you to be really careful when people ask you to do something without being paranoid, I could just do it on here for free. And what I just did and what I said, um, would this be something I would say in front of a bunch of very powerful elite fucks at the UN? No. And quite the contrary, it would be motivation. Is it being weaponized? That's what I would start with. <laughs> if you don't like it, tough shit. Because these, I don't trust these people. I just don't. Uh, because the world would be a much better place if it was genuine. They just wanted the betterment for mankind. 
And that's just, uh, I don't see it. <laughs> Precipice of World War III. Uh, economy sucks. People are losing their jobs. They're starving to death. Homeless. But we can give $35 billion to Ukraine. Anyway, just what motivates you? Figure it out, and you will be a happy camper, and that's all I can tell you. But if you choose the wrong reasons, it will be your ultimate demise. That's it. I'm done. So I got people messaging me. I got to see what they want. But I'm going to go. I'm going to go what motivates me. So I'm going to go to the fucking gym. So um, for all the reasons I said earlier, you know, it's it's get your mind strong, get your body strong, and then get your finances straight. And there's more after that. You got spirituality. You got uh, social things. But those are in priority, in my opinion, for me. If you, number one, if you do not get your head on straight, you're never going to accomplish your goals. So get your fucking head on straight and then work on your body and your physical health and then your finances and then so on and so on. And I think that would work. But you don't have to do anything. Just be careful what motivates you. And that's it. So I'm done. Thanks for listening to the show. Please share it. That's two hours. Um, what, is, what does that mean? Less than questions? What does that mean, Scarlett? It's a less than question mark. What? I don't, I don't speak in code. Important weather update should be tonight. Oh, okay. Well, if you're going to do a show, and Scarlett, uh, who's the owner of Freedom Revolution Network, um, some entry. Oh man, I saw that post from that John dude, right? With all the rays uh, coming out of the building, or the light being refracted from radiation, or some shit. Whoa, that was like, holy fuck, man! It's crazy. There's some weather going on, and her and I someday are gonna do a show about the shift. Just so you know. <laughs> The earth has shifted, shifts on its axis about every 25,000 years, and we're about due. That's a fact. So um, it's very interesting. And before that happens, the weather usually goes apeshit, not to mention all the rivers drying up. It's a biblical, um, see my brain, biblical, Jesus Christ, biblical. Boy, there's everything wrong with that statement. Biblical proportions. Shit's happening, man. And uh, I think why, if you want to blame it on the Bible or um, what a prophecy or just because the earth is probably going to shift on its axis or both, um, there we go. So, uh, yes, that was wild. We have a bunch to talk about tonight on Freedom Revolution Network on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and we can get Tim to go live on Podbean for you guys, too. Yeah, which I'd love to do. So, yeah, I just, the more platforms, the better. So, um, all right, well, let me know, Scarlett. I'm just going to go to the gym and then, uh, what time is it? 10 o'clock. I'm just going to go to the gym and come back and chill. So, I mean, whatever. Just let me know. Watch the Broncos get their ass kicked and all that kind of stuff. Oh, show's going to get ended in two minutes anyway. How do you like that? Okay. All right. Thanks for listening to me. Share the show. And uh, I hope I resonated with one person because it'd be worth it if I did. 
You have been listening to the original Red Pill Show.